Welcome to uh, we are early. No, it's right on time. According to this, this is uh, episode two hey. of Geek Spot News. And uh, if you're here, guess what? You found the Geek Spot. You like it, don't you? It's well done. Well done. I've been waiting for that. I know. Uh, I'm Frank, and that's wait that 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 that's Jack. That's Jack. Me. Hi. Hi. How was your uh, How was your week? While I try to go share this out so people can actually watch us. It was good. It was good. Uh, not a whole lot going on. Uh, my my mom's moving, so spending time down there trying to get that house squared away. Ooh. Made the boys learn how to install doorknobs. That was exciting. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. They had a blast. I really enjoyed it. Oh, oh look. The Twitch thing went in the other sh- thing that I, I do. So that we're live on Twitch. Hey, look at uh, that. And Facebook. The, the, the book face. Um, and I... Uh... Oh, look at that. And it, it does show up in the chat. Sorry, we're we're testing out a new platform. So I'm uh I'm kind of uh yep, hide that. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean I did that. I did I didn't get a chance to watch a ton of stuff. Frank's playing with his new toy. Yeah. Um so yeah, I didn't get a ton of chance to do watch a ton of stuff. I mean, I, I got to catch up on, you know, the latest episode of Batwoman. Batwoman, was it any good? Am I going to be impressed? No. no. Okay. It was better than the first week, and she's definitely a better actress than uh, Ruby Rose. Oh, really? Girl. Yeah, Jafisia Leslie, I think. Yes. Um, Sounds but, about right. But uh, it's got it's got some opportunities still. Mostly because now Mary is like the main character. Oh, is she? Yeah. Uh, which is a little tough to buy, but. Uh, Hey, Kate, settle it's, down over there. It's got potential, definitely, uh, with the new with the new Batwoman once they figure out how to stop tying her to the old one. Oh, well, so the only thing I read, and obviously if, if I'm going to spoil it for myself, was that she, like the like Bruce Wayne before her, is actually afraid of bats, right. where Kate Kane wasn't afraid of anything but men. Oh, wow. Whoops. My bad. Wow. Uh, she is, but so she takes over for Kate, how Kate used to write to Bruce. Right, right. She now writes to Kate. Oh, okay. See, that's neat, I guess. And we get a little teaser where Kate saved her two months ago. So she has, you know, it all ties in. But it's, uh, you know, that 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 was about the extent of it. I don't think I watched anything else. Uh, uh-huh. How about you, Frank? What did you do this week? Um, I, I, had a head, I had a head cold, believe it. I had a, like a real bad sinus cold all week. Um, all week into the weekend, and oh. um, I wasn't really going to do anything. Um, Saturday night, I was supposed to go watch the McGregor fight and the Flyers game uh, with Ray and Ange, yeah. but uh, they 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 pushed pause on that earlier uh, in the day. So I watched the depressing Flyers game by myself. And, oh, that's exciting. Yeah, no, it wasn't exciting. Oh. It was the exact opposite of exciting was the Flyers game. And then uh, Ange texted me uh, around 10 o'clock uh, with a link to the fight that I couldn't get to work. So I ended up over there. Oh, nice. We watched the uh, Conor McGregor fight. Did you go shopping? Um, did that I what? Shirt? That new shirt? Oh, yeah, it is. It's a Cobra Kai shirt. That's my, look at that. Cobra Kai, 1984. Okay. You know what was released in 1984, Jack? Um, no. Um, was it the Karate Kid? 
No, well, maybe, but um, uh, Africa <laughs> came out in 1984. Oh, yeah, Toto? The greatest song ever created. Everybody loves Toto. Everybody loves Africa and Toto. But yes. That's what I heard. So what, um, what, are, what, are we, uh, what do we got to talk about this week? I, I actually got some stuff. Um, yeah. So uh, AMC has... Thank you, Jolene. I like the shirt. AMC has raised nearly $1 billion to survive the pandemic, according to Variety. Wow. Uh, they raised the cash between April and November 2020 uh, through equity and debt debt raises along with a modest amount of asset sales. And that's AMC, so, right? I mean, they were struggling just before, a, before they, we got into the pandemic. No, they, they filed. Yeah. They started. filed for bankruptcy. Yeah. So, so they stayed um, open the whole time they did. So I guess uh, there's still people smart enough to not go see movies. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's better to have a big party at your house. What? That's, that's, that's also what I hear. Really in the backyard. You need the projector for the backyard. You, you do. do you do. Um, so I got some Ghostbusters news. Oh, did um, they move it up? Is it coming out? No, week? no, oh. no. Still, still back. Still oh. way back in the back. Um, Ernie Hudson, who probably just is desiring to stay in the news at this point. Um, he said that he thinks the 2016, uh, the 2016 reboot was a mistake. I think that's common knowledge, right? Right. Uh, he he, he called somebody it the, argue with him? Nobody no, was. nope, nope. Uh, his quote was, uh, a reboot to me means you're trying to do the movie over. Another version of what we already did, I think that was a mistake. It wasn't a continuation or extension of. It was somehow a different universe there. You know what I mean? It's kind of like us, but it's not us. It's pretty much spot on. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't, I, I, I don't think I would, anyone would confuse him and Leslie Jones. Um, Her hair nah, maybe not. Got longer hair now. <laughs> um, so he also gave an interview with uh, Living Life Fearless, and well, Ernie did it again. Do you remember back back in the day, uh, back a couple uh, last year at some point, Ernie spoiled the fact that he was actually in the movie when he did a cameo in his Ghostbusters outfit and like it kind of spoiled that he actually was in right. it, kind of like released, you know. Well, yeah. well, he spoiled something else inadvertently. Oh, and I'm going to read you what he spoiled. Uh, Ernie was asked. Yes, this is a slight spoiler, possibly. Uh, Ernie was asked if Rick Moranis was in the movie. And as, as everybody knows, Rick Moranis retired from acting uh, to take care of his children after his wife passed. Right. And the only thing he confirmed to come back in was the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids thing, right? Right. Right. So when they asked him if Rick Moranis was in the movie, Ernie said, quote, I think the studios probably want to hold that one. I love Rick, but yeah, I'll let them share that, unquote. That's pretty much a spoiler. Like it could be. You're pretty much saying, "Hey, he's in the movie, but I can't tell you that he's in the movie." Right. Yeah. Thank well, you, Ernie. I'll tell you what, Ernie Hudson's not going to work for Marvel anytime soon. No, no. Maybe there's a the deny, deny, deny. Maybe there's a spot for him at DC as a cyborg. That's true. <laughs> I mean, they're they're going to need to style a stone when they reboot again. They might, they might. Um, funny, um, the the guy that plays him uh, in Justice League, Joe Morton. Yeah, 
is it a show that I'm currently rewatching? Really? <laughs> yes. It's not Friday Night Lights. Do you want to take a stab at that one? I'm th- are you rewatching Scandal, Frank? No, but I did already text you what I was rewatching. I wasn't I kidding. I, I blocked it out. <laughs> it was uh, Eureka. Oh, yeah, I never saw it. Actually, it's a pretty good show. Yeah, um, it's so pretty is, funny. Uh, so is the magicians. The magicians. Black. <laughs> Try it. Anybody listening that hasn't watched them, if you'd like to come on as a guest, we can talk about those shows because Frank apparently is too busy rewatching things to catch up on that stuff. If you do want to come on and talk about those shows, I will happily sit back and watch the episode. So anybody that that watches those, <laughs> let me know. Um, I did. I did read some stuff. I forgot to mention. Uh, see, D- Mike knows DC, uh, DC Universe. Yes, switched their, switched their app last week. Oh, really? So it's no longer. They moved all their streaming content because it was originally lost as like a comic book and streaming site. Mm-hmm. They moved the streaming stuff over to HBO Max, and everybody's agreeing with you. Eureka's great. Thank so you. Maybe, Thank do you have you. the DVDs or where do you watch that? No, Amazon Prime, buddy. Gotcha. All right, maybe I'll add it to the list. I it's still have pr- like nine seasons of Always Sunny to get through. Do you Do you want to go back to Smallville? No, no, no. I'm good. I spent my time in Smallville. I'm I'm done. <laughs> Moving on. No, on to the next. No, you're not done. You're going back to Smallville, whether you like to or not. We'll see. I'm sure we'll we'll talk about that soon. <laughs> yes. Uh, go so ahead. With uh, with that app though, the new DC Infinite app. So they launched. Oh, it's the biggest collection of DC comics anywhere now. They have all of. Um, the regular DC stuff, they added the Black Label comics, they added Vertigo in, mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of streaming stuff just for that. So you can read, like, the Hellblazer comics now. You can read all all that on there, It's and they reformatted the whole thing. It's fantastic. I've been working my way back through the Teen Titans run. I'm about 20 years in, 23 years in of, so DC, it- of Teen Titans comics right now from the run that started in 81 with uh, Mark Wolfman and George Perez. So it's like basically I'm just watching I'm looking at the comic book on my TV in a nutshell. If you wanted to I use I use a tablet for it. Right, but if, I mean if I'm going to watch it on the big new expensive TV I bought, I can do it that way. Yep. Oh neat. The um uh CBS All Access app is changing. Um uh, next week it's changing to um goodness, I forget what it's called now. Paramount Plus I think it is. Oh yeah, everybody. Everything's a plus. Everything's going from CBS. It's swooping right on over to that. To that, it's just going to be a switch. It's interesting because I just heard that Paramount actually bought a lot of Miramax's library. Oh, I guess I guess that's where uh, the Clerks movies will be, or they're all over now, right? They're all over the place, but except for Dogma, the Dogma rights are still owned. Right. If you want to get Dogma, you got to pay like sixty bucks for a fifteen-year-old DVD on Amazon or eBay now. Because that's still Harvey technically still owns that, right? He never mm-hmm. let that go. So I don't know if it's him or Miramax that owns it though, because there was no streaming decision made. So uh, hopefully we'll see. Um, Jolene, I did watch Smallville. I spent the first half half of this uh, last year watching it. Yes, he did. I would go back uh, to that Smallville. Yeah, which, before you go to the, which you never know. It's yeah, it's true. They're due. Um, year reunion. Yeah. Hey, Michael Rosenbaum was on it. I heard that. I heard he played Lex Luthor. He did. He's the one that I think got some of the dirt out of Ernie Hudson. 
Oh, did he? Oh, I haven't I haven't watched any. So the last the last blah hi. The last <laughs> podcast I actually watched, I watched all of uh Rogan's uh Undertaker interview. So it was a pretty good watch if you're into wrestling and, and whatnot. That's a it's a good two and a half, two hour, two twenty, two hour and twenty minute Joe talks. That's really short for Rogan. Yeah, well. I would like to see a friend of ours on Rogan's podcast and see who, who has more, <laughs> more of a conversation. <laughs> that would be, that'd be fun. So sorry, I uh, interrupted you though. You were, you were moving No, uh, Yeah. I was going to move on to sad news. Uh, actress Mia Fur Furlan. Uh, she played Danielle Rousseau on lost. Mm -hmm. uh, she passed away at the age of 65. Um, she was on uh, Babylon Five for I was the whole yeah time she too, was right? she was on Babylon Five and she won two Sci Fi Universe awards for best supporting actress. Well, I don't know remember exactly who it was that uh, she played, but but um, Brett got that. Brett likes it. Brett's a fan. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, she also uh, was the voice of Silver Sable on the Spider Man the animated series. Okay, did not and know that. One? I I guess um, they, they, they reboot that Spider Man. Wow. Stuff every like two years. Uh, she died from complications from the West Nile virus, but she died peacefully. Oh, so, good. yeah. She's mixing uh, it up. She doesn't have time for that corona. No, no. It's she went go to this real thing. Yeah, we'll go We'll go with this one. This one's been around a little longer. Yeah. Um, do you see the Harry Potter news? This will make all the Harry Potter fans happy. I, what's the Harry Potter news? Uh, that they're developing reportedly they're developing a Harry Potter TV show for HBO max. It's uh, in early development. Okay. That um, be good. Uh, is it, did they say, is it universe or is it actually Harry Potter? It just says Harry Potter is in early development for a TV show. So I don't know if they're going to do post Voldemort or pre, you can't say his name. I don't know how much pre, I mean, I guess you could do like, I would go Tom Riddle. I mean, isn't that what the fa isn't the Fantastic Beats like? Like I'm not before that. Okay, yeah. I'm see. I'm not real up on my Harry Potterness. So the the Harry Potter stuff was based in like the the 90s, late late 90s, early 2000s, right? Yep, I could do that too. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, how I feel. The Fantastic Beasts is back in like the 1920s, 1930s. Mm. Um, so it's like okay. a very young Dumbledore based on the fact that he's like 90 in the Harry right. Potter movies. So, right. but if they did one of kind of what I, I was seeing is if they did a, uh, that's what I was going to say, a Marauders era where it's James Potter and Sirius Black and Pettigrew and Lupine all in school. Right. At Hogwarts when they first got together and like made the Marauders map and did all that, that could be really cool. So like like the prequel to it, but not like another whole other set of characters. Characters we already know, but early on. Could we uh, could we get a uh, Harry Potter cameo? And you could have him tell it. Yeah, that I mean, wouldn't be that wouldn't be bad, right? So Daniel Radcliffe's been doing that other show with Steve Buscemi that I haven't uh, had a chance to watch yet. That like uh, does different eras every season. Is that the like, one where the same... he's the? Is that the one with the dog? No, that's something no. different. No. Forget me. Never mind. Okay. He yep. does a uh, different. Uh, it's 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 an anthology series, so every season is different. Oh, different kind of like they're doing the same cast, like they do at Fargo, but it's a different yes. cast. Gotcha. Sure. Gotcha. Only not well, I, like it. Yeah. I haven't watched Fargo, so I mean, shock, but 
I know. I'm really surprised. I heard Chris Rock's fantastic on the new season. So, so did I. So did I. Um, so there was a, a little bit of a trailer that came out just uh, the other day, right? The uh, Gojira? Gojira versus King Kong? That was yesterday. I wa- Yeah, I watched it. What would you think of it? I'm I'm stoked. I sent you, what, a, a half a second trailer last week? Yeah. yeah. I'll pump for it. It was just yep. Godzilla taking a punch from Kong. Yep. Um, I think the new one looks great. And I didn't, I wasn't sold on Skull Island. I wasn't sold on Godzilla with uh, Eleven. Right. But, uh, Eleven's the character from Stranger Things, Frank. Right. I don't know. Got I know it. it's not on your list. Um, it's it's there. It's <laughs> it, There's a list. It's a virtual list. I can't show it to you. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, But I didn't see either one of those, but I, I told my kid when we watched the trailer, I said, oh, it's. Yep. I don't know if Thanks, I had the same. Same reaction Matt had, <laughs> but uh, I decided that uh, that we need to watch the first two in this. Right. I was it Monster Universe. I don't know what you call it. Um, I guess it's a monster monster verse. Yeah, I don't. Oh, because yeah, they were, Universal was going to do the Dark Universe, so we can call this the Monster Verse. That's fine. Sure. Um, coin trademarked. Send us the rights. But it, um, it looks awesome, doesn't it? It does. It actually really does. Look, dude, I'll, I'll throw this up there for Jack because I agree, Brett. And it's and it's in my it's in my timeline wheelhouse too, like of my growing up. I it's, just haven't gotten to it. It's in the time on his shirt. Yeah, it really is. It it really is. I mean, it's even got Dungeons and Dragons, Frank. I know, I know. Um, did you catch? Apparently, it's uh, making all the rage is that like right in the beginning that you can catch like a glimpse of what they think is Mecha Godzilla. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, so like right in the beginning, it's like a flash, but it looks like Mecha Godzilla. So the, the director of the movie said um, that there's going to be a clear winner between the two of them. Um, it's exactly what it. The, see, uh, I am waiting. I like to watch some things all seasons. That's what I think. But uh, the director mm-hmm. said that there's going to be a clear winner between the two. And some fan theory is that um, the two of them are going to team up to fight Mechagodzilla. I will not. Actually, I did put the green arrow down. I'm, that, I'm, would be, that would be uh, that'd be a great follow-up, right? Yeah, it looks oh, like definitely. This one, Godzilla's going to be the bad guy. And Kong's going to be a good guy in this one. I don't know how they seem to be playing it. Right, but wasn't Godzilla a good guy before? Like, I mean, kind of, sort of. Only for Japan, but if they're not in Japan, I don't know. Oh, see, Mike, Mike popped up here. I didn't know that there was a toy leak. Um, usually, I mean, that's with everything getting pushed back. That's kind of been a little bit of a nightmare, right? Yeah, I guess. Um, with uh, like all of the uh. Marvel just launched all these Eternals comic books in the last like four months. Yeah, was there, they were all was, slated to come out when the movie released last November? So it's going to basically spoil a whole bunch of stuff. No, no, they're just relaunching no. the characters. They're like, all right, if we're making a movie, let's make some money on the comic side and put out comic books about these characters. They released a one-shot uh, Black Widow prequel. Like oh, a, really? A, a storyline that was supposed to lead into the movie. See, Matt's a huge fan of uh, Godzilla. I'm concerned though it's not Godzilla like the dude in the costume playing Godzilla, so I don't know if it'll be as good. Yeah, 
It's got to be better than Matthew Broderick one, but I watched. I actually saw that in a theater. <laughs> I really did. I was actually all excited about the uh, the song. The um, it was uh, it was the Led Zeppelin song. Was, was it Cashmere? I, I feel like Nickelback had a song in that movie, or Saliva, or one of those. Definitely. Uh, if Nickelback did it, wouldn't shock me, and I would have been all about it because I'm yeah. st- I, I I don't hate on Nickelback. Oh. I don't get it. Oh. I like them. Depends on the song. Yeah, well, you know, look at this photograph. Um, Every time. (laughs) Yes. yes. I can't do it. Nope, don't do it. Don't go there. (laughs) So spend the next 10 minutes reciting Nickelback songs. Nope. No. Nope. And then the viewers go go down, down, down. (laughs) Yes, thank you. Thank you, Dave. It was Diddy and Jimmy Page doing Cashmere. Thank you, you, Dave. Good call, boss. Yes. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. See, Mike, uh, Mike's a Mike's not a fan of Nickelback because Mike's a fan of Avril. Uh, he thinks she's just pretty. <laughs> anyway, um, the only little bit of DZ, DC stuff I have is uh, Zack Snyder actually opened up about what caused him to step away from Justice League. And uh, it's pretty, it's pretty interesting quote. I mean, we got the, the, the stuff from WB saying that it was because of his daughter. Right. Um, he said uh, that I was just kind of done with it. I was in this place of knowing my family needs me more than this bullshit. And I just need to honor them and do the best for them to, and the best I can to heal that world. I had no energy to fight the studio and fight for the movie literally zero energy for that. I really think that's the main thing. I think there's a different world where I stayed and kind of tried and I'm sure I could have because every movie is a fight, right? I was used to that, but I just did not have the energy. There was no fight in me. Uh, I had been beaten by what was going on in my life. I just didn't want to, I didn't care. And that's kind of where I was. So makes sense. That's, that's pretty much on track with what everything, everybody was saying that, you know, he stepped away to be with his family. I think that, that, anybody would yeah you know especially if you have if you know there's more family there you know you got to take care of them first uh yeah absolutely Um, did we we talk about the uh the the new layout for justice league i think we may have mentioned it but we can mention it again where it's going to be a four hour movie a one four hour movie instead of four one hour tv show or episodes Right. So what do you think about that? Uh, I, we did mention it actually, but what I, what I would have rather see is maybe space it over two nights and do two hours, one night. And then you can kind of cut yourself a little bit of a cliffhanger at some point and lead it into the next two hour block. Cause four hours, I, I don't know. That's a hard thing to sit through. Yeah. That's like a Lord of the Rings movie. That's like watching Wonder Woman 1984. That twice. I can't get that time back. <laughs> Still going. Yeah, Still going. I, I would be. I'm. I was more concerned about what it was going to structurally be like in four episodes. So I'm. I'm glad they're doing it this way. But yeah, it's that way. I can break it up when I want. Right. Right. Which is definitely uh, what's going to happen. Uh yeah, I'm going to end up watching in chunks. It's probably going to take me two maybe three sittings depending i mean it may grab me i i'm one of the the crowd that actually enjoyed 
Batman vs Superman and Justice League and Man of Steel. Like I enjoyed those movies. The extended version of Batman vs Superman made a hell of a lot more sense oh, than what they better. put in the movies. Way better. And, and you get that little glimpse of Emma. Yes. Yes. No, was it Emma? No. Wait, what? No, who was it? Um, the girl who played Barbara Gordon in there. Uh, Jenna oh, Moore. yes, yes, yes. Um, so that's you know, we'll Hi. see. I'll watch it. I mean, I mean, I'll watch it the day it's released. Right. Sure Obviously, will. I will pause any other show I'm watching. That's Eureka, Scrubs. Nope. You'll still be on Friday Night Lights again. No, it'll be no, no. It's it'll not time back. for that yet. Suns might. Might be time for sun soon. Oh no, no! You watch suns <laughs> enough times. So we're. Uh, so what, what other DC, DC stuff do you have? I think there's a couple things. I I didn't write anything down, so I'm going to rely on your. Uh, I know that there's there's definitely uh, Mr. More Mr. Fisher news, right? There's more recent stuff. He's nobody's going to keep him off the press circuit. He said, "No, that's to good." Promote to promote a uh, good Justice good league. Yeah, I mean, look, and it's it's you didn't get what you wanted in a movie. Guess what? You got to be in a movie. There's right. Plenty of people that would be excited to go be in a movie and be a character with almost a forty-year history now that everybody loves. Right. Um, but you don't like his catchphrase. Sorry, you didn't get to tell your story. Um, but <laughs> it's not about that. It's a comic book movie, so tell the comic book story that they want to tell, and. Uh, and keep your mouth shut afterwards and go <laughs> do a lot more movies. Right. That's um, yeah, right. That, that's, that's that. That's, that's my take on that. Um, Cause yeah, I think we, uh, yeah, it's, it's, you know, he, he definitely said that he's, he's not coming back and he won't work on it, but he, he's wants to be, uh, he wants to be part of the machine. Uh, he wants to, yeah. Get, still get to go advertise it so he can go talk smack on Warner brothers everywhere that he goes. So I'm intrigued to see how long he's allowed to <clears throat> right. be on the press circuit when he goes and talks shit about everybody that runs the, the movie. Yeah. That'll last long. Um, there's that. There's the, the, I heard that in Titan season three, which I think you're still behind on Titans too, right? I'm a little bit behind. I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm like three seasons behind. Well, there's only two. So oh. that's that's maybe maybe you're maybe you're thinking the uh, Teen Titans Go. Oh, right. How many se- how many seasons is Teen Titans Go? They just hit their 200th episode. Oh, I'm about 200 episodes back. <laughs> uh, but the uh, so they just cast a Barbara Gordon. As Oracle. I did see that. Yes. So that's exciting. That's uh, live action too, right? That's not cartoon. This is the real. Oh, yeah. like it's it's fantastic. Season two had some questionable moments, but season one was great. Okay. For anybody that didn't have yet to watch it when it came out because it was on DC Universe, uh, it's all on HBO Max now. Me. So there's no reason not to. And they, spe- they they pull a lot of stories from uh, over the years with with the Titans. Um, it's not just Robin saying "f Batman." Ah, uh, what a uh, moment! Though is what everybody thought it was, um, <laughs> but it got way better after that. Uh, Hawk and Dove are fantastic characters in it, and it's got all these callbacks to uh, it's it's the guy that played Aquaman on Smallville yes. is Hawk. Yes, he's fantastic as Hawk. Yes, I know it, who it you mean. Pulls through a, a real like a really broken character with like dependency issues and like it it takes some really dark turns on the show. It's really really well done though. Interesting. So I would recommend that if you haven't watched it yet on HBO Max. It's better than Doom Patrol season two. That's for sure. 
Oh, is that not as good as the no, first one? No, really? No. Oh, that's a shame. I had I kind I kind of wanted to go and watch that one a little bit. Wait till season three because it's one of those shows that got stopped by because of COVID. Mm. So they didn't finish. So it, it finished on episode nine of a ten episode season. Oh, okay. So it's supremely frustrating, right? Finishing the penultimate episode of the series and then not getting <laughs> oh, the finale. Kind of like Billions is doing to us. They were not releasing any more Billions right now. Oh, did they do the same thing? Yeah, I, they stopped midway through, though. It wasn't like a, a super, super cliffhanger, but they stopped. Um, I'm behind on that show by about a season. It's a good show. It's I know. a very good show. I know. But there's better stuff, right? Yeah, I don't know if you've heard of the show The Magicians. Um, but anyway. You may, you may have mentioned it once or twice. I'm not sure. And we only have a few weeks left for our, our, our Superman and Lois preview. So, yes. 90 hopefully, minute episode. Hopefully, hopefully there's a, a canary sighting at some point over the no. season. Because no. we definitely want to see no. more of Green Arrow and the canaries. No, there's no canaries. There might be, though. It could happen. No. You don't know that. <laughs> um, Star Wars, just a little, little quick little thing. They they've broken their their universe down into three eras apparently. Mm -hmm. uh, the first era uh, set roughly two hundred years before Episode One, and that's the High Republic era. Mm -hmm. And then they have the Dark Times. This is that's the actual name. The Dark Times is uh, basically set from the final scenes of Revenge of the Sith through the opening moments of Episode Four. Those are the Dark Times. Which is literally encompasses like forty minutes of movie time, but there's years and years in between that. Right. That, well, that's, that we, that's where we're going to have Andor, Rebels, and, and Rogue One was placed. Right. And the the Obi Wan movie is going to be. You show. did. You did see that uh, the robot won't be in season one of Andor. I did see that they're they're bailing on K two S O, which is a shame. Yep. Um, but. Alan Tudyk, he was there acting as that that character, though. Right. So he does have a brand new show that's premiering right now. So it could be. Oh, okay. It could have been scheduling. Right, right. You know, where he's the lead in this show versus like the third or fourth call sheet on. Right. It is Star Wars, but still. Yeah. Um, and the third era is the Mandalorian era that starts five years after Return of the Jedi. So no, that, no, that, uh, no Ray and Finn era, huh? Uh no, not yet. It's possible we can have I, that later on. I feel like they, they had more more that they broke down eras. But are these the big ones now? These are the big ones that, that I saw. They 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 just kind of highlighted them in these. I know there's there are more and there's different there's little different things. I mean, we have the Force Awakens era and the cranky old Luke era. But right. And I heard uh, High Republic got a little upset. All right, Matt, take it easy, buddy. He's a truck driver. Oh, he's uh, driving out. I think he left out of Oklahoma. Oh, geez. This All time, right. yeah. We'll catch catch you on the podcast replay, Matt. Thanks for joining. Yes, sir. Uh, so they uh, the High Republic was a little mad because they dropped their book for the High <laughs> Republic right when yep Luke showed up on the Mandalorian. Spoilers, yep. by the way. But if oh. you listen to this and you didn't watch The Mandalorian, it's really on you uh, yeah. at this point. 
<laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know why they, they are shocked that the books weren't as popular as they'd hoped. I mean, it's, I don't know if yeah. you know what year it is. Right. Um, or books the last time aren't... that a book was like a big, right. big hit. Right. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I still think they have a, they, they still have a lot in their can for uh, Star Wars. I, they're, they're going to be churning Star Wars content out for years. Yeah, I, I hope that I hope they start taking a little longer to figure it out what they're doing with it. But at least they have a plan. They do. Like, at least they at least their stories are interconnecting and they make sense from one to the other. Not like three completely separate movies that don't really seem to have anything to do with each other. We'll we'll see. We don't know yet. <laughs> That's true. We've only got the Mandalorian so far. We'll see how. Uh, That's Ranger, true. Rangers of the New Republic and uh, and fingers Ahsoka. crossed. Fingers crossed, and we'll we'll hope that they don't take three years to produce. That's what I, as with all this stuff, and we've yeah. talked about this. That's what I'm worried about. Like, I don't need Rosario Dawson at fifty when Ahsoka finally is in season two. No, no, but that's COVID too, because you got to go and you got to quarantine for so many days. Then you gotta, yeah, but that's 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 fine. Like that's that's part of this. But we're, mm. we're, you know, we talked about, uh, you know, Henry Cavill has been Superman for 10 years. He, yeah, I can't past. believe it's been that long. And we got three movies, which is crazy. Right. Not even a cameo anywhere else. No, it's 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 such a waste of a great. Yes. Great character. Great, uh, you know, actor. great actor that they put Same. in it and a great look. Whole yes. And we, we didn't get any of it. Oh, he's and now favorite. Now we're going to be, like I said, like you missed out on his, his not that he's going to hell, but. No, in his entire thirties, basically. <laughs> you know, but you get The Witcher. Oh, I gotta watch that still. Oh God. Yeah, I know. Jason Momoa is gonna be like sixty by the time we get another. Aquaman. Oh. Oh yeah, but they could just CGI the hell out of the movie, and you won't even recognize anything. That's fair. That's, fair. That's what they did to the last one. Um, in the in the Marvel universe, since we're gonna kind of slowly make our way over to uh, Marvel stuff. Um, Patrick Stewart met with Kevin Feige about Professor X, okay. but but don't get your hopes up. Oh, don't get your hopes up. I won't. Uh, Patrick Stewart said, I met with Kevin Feige a couple months ago and we had a long, long conversation and there have been moves and suggestions, which included Charles Xavier. Here's the problem. If we had not made Logan, then yes, I would probably be ready to get into that wheelchair one more time and be Charles Xavier. But Logan changed all that. That's fair. Fair, but could he also be pulling the wool over your eyes? He's old too. Yeah, like I, it, that goes back to again. If if we're not getting an X movie for five years, yeah, right. And do we want Professor X in and out? No, you need you need him in, in the comics, especially if they go with any of the more recent stuff. He's fairly vibrant. Like, he they, is eight years old yeah. at this day. Yeah, so yeah. five more years, he's you're creeping on Indiana Jones five territory, right? But Professor Xavier just kind of rolls around in a wheelchair. But that's the first movie, right? That's not saying there's any more. And Marvel's not quick. No, they're not. They were. No. They were on a really great pace there, and it seems like they'll get back on it. But right, um, you know, we got at least like I said, two three years to get there with the, um... yeah. Um, the X Men out there, so I, I I would rather see them cast somebody more what McAvoy's age is now even 
yeah. and bring it bring it tighter so that there's more well more time to play with that character. Uh, what is it? Ian McGregor is as old now as Alec Guinness was. Alec Guinness was when he was cast in Star Wars, right? Or no? No. No. You know what it was? I'm no. sorry. I'm sorry. I switched. Up. I I messed all that up. Ralph Macchio is as right. old now as Pat Morita was when he was cast in Karate Kid. Right. That's the that's the age. Ralph Macchio is almost sixty. Correct. Uh, here you go. Here's a question for you. Uh, from Mike, what are your thoughts about the X-Men being introduced in the latest Marvel TV series? Which one, though? Any one of them or just this one, like like WandaVision or Falcon and Winter Soldier? Because I wouldn't have a problem with them being introduced if you're going to if you're going to tease me a little bit. I, I think it's it's. I, I don't think you burn those characters in a TV series. Not even one of them? No, none of the big ones. Uh, what I could see... Yeah, them doing Steve, is, that's what I thought he meant was WandaVision. Yeah, I, I'd like them to introduce the concept in WandaVision, but I don't want any characters. So like, no. I'd love to see us get snaps of um, Magneto you know, as their actual parent, which would make sense still, and you could still do that. Right. right? And then they lived with their adoptive parents or whatever, uh, foster parents, and then, then those were the ones that were killed by the bomb. And then you can start introducing that, but I there's... Until we get done WandaVision and through Doctor Strange, there's I don't think there's a good way to introduce mutants into the world. And would you rather see them on the big screen or on TV? Does it, does it, it matter? Depends on which ones. I, I think... The thing that we've missed in the movies with the X-Men is some of the best X-Men writing that Chris Claremont did was these small stories. Right. Where you got to know individual characters and you got to really go on a journey with, you know, just Kitty Pride coming of age. Which would be a great TV series. Fantastic TV series, right? Okay. Yep. Yep. And you and you get like the problem with the movies and doing the Dark Phoenix saga that three times it's been two times it's been done in movies is you had no story to get there. Right. Right. You didn't get to see Gene's relationship with Scott or with Wolverine and how you get there. So you could definitely do much better X Men storytelling in TV long format than you can in the movies. Okay. But I think you do that with the side characters. And leave like your core group right. in the movies. Right. Um, I don't think they're going to introduce them in WandaVision. I'd love to see a, a uh, like movie, a TV series that based on the first five X Men, and then build up to the movie where you introduce the new characters. Okay. So you get just like Cyclops, Marvel Girl, Angel, Iceman, and Beast. Gambit. Oh. No, and Beast, and those are your first five, right? With Xavier, you do a right. series about them coming up. And then at the end, you have what led to the giant okay. size X Men and all the new characters coming in, and you do that as a movie. Okay, um, I think that could be cool. It's all budget though, because they're, they're those guys are so budget heavy. Right, you do all the effects you need right for them. Right. Um, Anthony Mackie is doing. He's making his press rounds with the the upcoming Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So uh, he was on the Rich Eisen show. Uh, okay. Not too long ago, and he had this to say. He said, uh, at the end of Endgame, Sam didn't accept the shield. 
If you remember, he told Steve that it doesn't feel right because this shield is yours. So, you know, the show is a long way of figuring out around who's going to be Captain America, where the shield's going to end up, and if Captain America, if that moniker is going to come back and somebody's going to hold that moniker again. The basis, the point of that is, is he said that basically by the end of the Falcon and Winter Soldier show, you're going to have a new Captain America. It, it's his roundabout way of saying, Right. Cap gave him the shield in Endgame, but he didn't actually take it and say, yes, I'll be Captain America. They left it kind of... Yeah, I think we've already gotten teasers, though, that there's yes. another Captain America in the series, right? Yes. And he's al- but he's already... Show- there's already pictures of him in the suit, too, with the shield. Right. So, I mean, it's really not that big of a spoiler. No, we'll we'll see. I mean, the way that that character, that the U.S. agent one, was introduced in the comics mm-hmm. was um, Steve Rogers decided he didn't want to be Captain America anymore and took off. Right. And ended Uh-oh. up getting a, an all-black costume that's actually really cool um, with the same Captain America design, but it was all black. And then he actually was given a full vibranium shield because in the comics, his shield isn't vibranium. Right. It's solely vibranium. It's adamantium and vibranium. Okay. But they, uh, but he had that shield developed, and then this the government held auditions for Captain America. Oh, and interesting. They, so yeah, and that was how they did it. And then they settled on this one guy who was like a steroid, muscle bound, crazy dude. Um, and Steve ended up coming back, and then that character became U.S. agent. So is that how they're going to bring Chris Evans back? I don't he's think they'll follow that. I don't nah. think they'll follow that as tight. So do you think so do you think at the end of the um before we switch over, do you think at the end of Falcon and the Winter Soldier it's gonna be Falcon as the new Captain America? I no. No? I don't. You think I it'll think be the agent set up for, but I don't know who it'll be. Gotcha. Do you think it has is there any chance they give it to Bucky first? No, I think they might retire it if anything. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I think that's how they're going to do it at the end of oh. we'll, we'll find out in like three months, though. Soon. Yes, we will. Um, I changed my background. What's that? Oh, See yeah. Because uh, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna dive into Wandavision. So, um, if you haven't seen Wandavision, and I'm gonna fix my green screen for next next episode because the light, <laughs> the light is really bad on it. There, nope. That didn't help. How about that? Nope, that didn't help either. All right. Oh, that's even better. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to talk about Cap- uh, Captain. <laughs> we're going to talk about WandaVision. So if you have not seen episode three of WandaVision, you got. I, I don't want to do the 30 second timer again, but I could do that. That's really long. It is. 30 uh, seconds is a long time. How about we just go five, four, three, two, one? Good. Spoiler territory. I'll I'll have that better set up for next time too. This was a complete like dry run test off the cuff, um, and I like I actually I like it kind of. Um, so, what did you think of the episode of our new uh, new WandaVision yes. episode? I thought Not it too. was once it got there, which was well into it. I thought it, it it was it was the best one of the season so far. Obviously, right? They actually had some plot development. Yes. Um, but I thought the stuff that was fun was fun. Uh, there was a lot of great 
comic book imagery that they did through it. Yes, uh, I have a whole cool. I got a nice cute cool list of spoilers and uh, Easter eggs. And I liked where it's going, and it it made me think more about what's actually happening on the show, and in a different way than I did last episode or last two. Was your did you did you really like the the way that the this the the screen aspect changed by the end? I did. That was pretty cool. Where it got yeah. out of TV. Yes. And I wonder if, if you know as they go and once they get to like the two thousands, they're going to do that for the. Are they going to keep it TV for the TV shows for the TV show, and then when they're showing outside the bubble, it's they're going to expand it in a like that format. Yeah, I think they're going to keep doing that, but. uh yeah, what what did you think just overall, and then then maybe we'll we'll dig in a little bit. I mean, overall, I really enjoyed it. I, again, I enjoyed the first two a lot more than I saw a lot of people complaining about how slow it was, and you know what's the point of doing this. And I I got it because I'm enjoying the the little bit of mystery that they're putting into it, and I I enjoy that era of sitcoms because I was mm-hmm. like I was like 15, I guess I don't know. I'm kidding. It's an old age joke. Um, even though we're like close to the same age, um, eh, close, <laughs> eh, close, close. I'd say, I didn't say we're a year apart close anyway. Um, no, I enjoyed it. And, and again, once it got really going and then the last maybe 10 minutes or so of the show, mm-hmm. um, it really, really kicked up. And then they really like threw the plot forward, like a lot. It was like a, it was like a Tom Brady pass <laughs> against, uh, Against uh, the Bills. Nope. 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 Packers. Packers. Yeah. That's the one. Football. Football. Yeah. Hey, I'm only saying that because uh, my friend Mike there is a huge Tom Brady fan. Lives up in Boston. Mm. So he's a huge fan of Tom Brady. Um, but I did. I, I enjoyed I enjoyed it. And I enjoyed all the tiny little nods. And I picked up on most of them. And I'm sure there's some I missed. But um I I think so. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't drag out the pregnancy. Yes, that was good. Yes, um, yes. I yeah I, I I have to go back and look, but I, and I even rewatched it and I forgot to check um, one of them. We'll see if it's in your your spoilers first. But what do you what do you think is going on? I believe I believe a lot of the theories that are out there um, about Mephisto. I think that's that's a huge 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 part of it. Um, I definitely think, um, that's Agnes's husband and that's, that's like a, that's one of the theories that's kind of being thrown around. But I think, I think Wanda is controlling everything and that vision is a figment of her imagination in this. That's why she's able to control him so much. Like when he starts questioning things, she kind of, you know, nope, we're not talking about that. Talk about mm-hmm. something else. Um, I also saw one little theory and I don't know if this is in the, in the list that I have either um, that his speed running is her projecting her brother. Okay. Which is kind of neat if it is. Yeah. Um, That that's also why like Herb was cutting the wall because she's basically controlling him. Like she's controlling everybody, but they don't, they didn't have like free will in that moment. Maybe. Right. Um, uh, Elizabeth Olsen gave an interview with uh, Digital Spy, and 
She said, I think the reason why they show the press the first few episodes is because episode four is quite a shift. It's a really fun perspective swap. And I think a lot gets understood at that moment, which mirrors basically what Paul Bettany said, that episode four is going to blow your mind. Mm. So it it sounds like everything's kind of going to like jump forward and like really get plot heavy because they only have four episodes, five. five episodes left. No. There's nine episodes total. Nine episodes. Five episodes left. Six. Six episodes left. Math. <laughs> Catholic. So here's here's one of my things, though, right? So if you watch this, I know it's not a movie, right? But it's, mm-hmm. it's Marvel's first stab at taking the cinematic style to the TV. Yes. If you watched a movie and you were here an hour in to a three-hour movie, yeah, would you want to finish the movie? Uh, me? <laughs> yeah, now. I know, but would you have made it through that first app? Would you be like, dude, I mean, we got. Right. I don't know. That's the only thing for me. But I, I think this is this is more taking place where we hit the, because uh, she also said in a different interview that this show happens right after Endgame. Right. Like immediately. So, and I don't know where, where in New York the Avengers compound is in relationship it was up, to Western New sure Jersey. Upstate. All right, but I don't know where that is relationship to Westview, New Jersey. Uh, let's see if we can find out. So I oh, feel like she uh, she went to this town and Wanda took over the town and created a reality barrier around the town, and then she's controlling everything in it. Right. Right. I guess the other way would be if it is like a Mephisto thing that they've been captured there forever or a long time. You know, and are all part of it, but I feel more like Wanda's controlling the entire town and everything's her and all these little tidbits are them trying to figure out what she's doing and how she took over this town, getting through that barrier that you see Geraldine thrown out of at the end. Right. Uh, so Westville, New York or West, actually Westville, New Jersey is below us. Not Westville, <laughs> so, Westview. Westview. Oh, Okay. Yeah, Westville. There's Hot Shots is a bar in Westville. Oh, it might not still be called Hot Shots. It's right down the street from the Pennant. Literally, gotcha. Literally down the street from the Pennant, Westville is. Okay, Westview is up by Hackensack, so okay. that would be up close to up, eh, kind of cross from the Bronxish. Okay, so I don't know. Um, I also think that they're setting her up to be a villain. Which I like. I, if if, if, if the end follow. of this episode didn't tell you she could be a villain, nothing would. Right. Uh, one of the other things, and I'm pretty sure, I, I think it was my, I think it was Mike that mentioned this to me too, because I had said to you before that I thought the beekeeper was from AIM. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's not from AIM, but they're definitely using AIM technology because AIM definitely has a tie into the bees. Like that's a whole, that's an AIM thing, right? No, not at all. No. Are you sure? Their their costumes in the comic books are like just yellow comic books, and they right. have like a cone, right? Head that just has mesh over it. Well, but it could it's not be like a beekeeper thing. No, but they have bees in general. I don't mean these walk. They're all walking around as beekeepers, but that could be their technology they're using. At could be this a hive. point. Hive is more. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That uh, um. 
All right, so the, so the Easter eggs that I found, um, there you go. The hexagons and the credits and the title pages. See, it was Mike. Ha! I knew it. Um, so the episode borrows heavily from the Brady Bunch. That's obvious. Um, the opening credits title card uh, was exactly like the grid from the Brady Bunch. Right. I caught that. That was a nice little nod. Um, I did not realize the Mork and Mindy tie-in, uh, but I get it. The weird sci-fi couple. Um, oh, I thought, alien kind of. Yeah, I had seen that was more with the um, pregnancy because. Right. Yes. Only. But then they also aged backwards. Right. Only in in Mork and Mindy, Mork was the pregnant one. All right, and Jonathan Winters was their kid. Correct. Um, when Wanda tries to hide her pregnancy from Geraldine, she holds a small basket of fruit in front of her large stomach. This is likely a playful homage to all of the not so creative ways that sitcoms have hide to try have tried to hide actresses' pregnancies over the years. I got that. Um, yeah, and it seems like the fruit that Wanda is eating at various points in the episode corresponds to the fetus size as outlined by their doctor. Right, and I did um, I caught that on this. I. Yes, for that the second time I watched it. I did this. I did not catch the doctor's name is Stan Nielsen, mm -hmm. uh, as in the Nielsen ratings, and probably Stan Lee. Right. Okay. Um, in the opening credits, when Wanda is reading a magazine on the couch and using her powers to vacuum, she's reading another issue of Glamorous, mm -hmm. which we saw in episode one. Uh, the magazine features a woman in a red bathing suit, kind of like some of the skimpier Scarlet Witch costumes right? over the years. Uh, simil similarly, the scene of Vision barbecuing on the patio shows him wearing an era-appropriate shirt in his comics colors of green and yellow. Uh, the swing set that he's struggling to put together also is in his colors. That actually made me laugh a little bit, Right, the, the swing set thing. Uh, when Wanda gave birth to her kids in a comic, something similar to what we saw here happened. Nobody, not even the doctors, were aware that Wanda was carrying twins. So the second child was a surprise to everyone. Uh, the way Wanda's pregnancy rapidly progressed through the episode feels like a reference to Avengers number 200, one of the most hated issues of any Marvel comic. I did not know that. Yeah, so, yeah, that was, they did Carol Danvers really dirty. Yeah, that's... That's what it's, yeah. Yeah. Um, nobody really bats an eye at this, and all the creepy, questionable parts are hand-waved as a good thing. Uh, when Wanda's pregnancy starts causing chaos, she and Vision strike a pose based on the Vision and Scarlet Witch number one. Yes. Good call. I don't even have to pull that up myself. <laughs> um, not that was, partic yeah, they had two series back then. Okay. Uh, back in the 80s. And they uh, both were like, similar. Oh, really? Yeah. Next time I'll have uh, I'll have things ready to, to to go for this, since I have all these tools at my disposal. Uh, not particularly relevant right now, but in the comics, none other than Doctor Strange delivered the twins. Uh, given yep. all the ways that the show is supposed to tie into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, some of which we think we've already spotted. This is just worth a mention. Uh, the, the names of the kids are Billy and Tommy, which you know way more about that than I do. I I don't with that one because oh. those are the – well, so, I mean, I know what, what it is, but um, Billy and Tommy were the names of their, their second set of kids that they right. have in the comics now. 
Okay. That are members of the Young Avengers. There's Speed and uh, Wiccan. Right. And the rumor I read was that Evan Peters will play Speed. Oh, all right. Yeah, how's that? Sorry, breaking news. He um, better run slow and fast. Yeah, yeah. Um, Geraldine uh, is back in the episode, and she has the uh, sword symbol on right. her chain, and um, she t- she tells a rambling story about her boss, Mister Haddocks. Um, there's no obvious immediate Marvel connection with the name. However, it might just be part of the motif. The stork tries to eat the fish on Geraldine's pants. Maybe it's actually Mr. Haddocks. Uh, nope. No Marvel reference on that one. Um, no, I had seen that the, the, the stork was Mephisto. Yeah, I could see that. And was then, you know, attacking the biblical nature of the fish because it was like the fish from the right. uh, Christian Christian church. Yeah. On there. Now, what I didn't catch that I actually got to look at. So did the painting of this stork in the room, did it have one bundle or two? I think it had one bundle at first. I'll have to I'll look and see if that's further down here. Um, this is a funny thing. I don't know if this is actually like true, but it says uh, it's probably not an accident that her cover story involves her working for an ad agency. The commercials are part of the show where reality peeks through vividly. Ad agencies are, in a sense, manipulating reality for consumers to make them want a product more, and there's no shortage of reality manipulation going on here. Okay. Um, Geraldine is rocking a striking blue and white outfit with Starburst-type designs on them that could either recall the logs she wore as Captain Marvel Pulsar or other her other superhero identities. Yeah. Um, the sword pendant we saw. Um, let's see. Gravity O's. Yep. Is a nod to Sword's mission in the comics when they used to watch space rather than sentient weapons. The little moon men. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, Agnes's brooch looks like it has three witches, one holding a scythe. Yeah. Uh, one obvious. So ref- that's the second time we've had like a scythe re- reference, right? Yep. 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 Um, Let's see. Uh, Geraldine actually mentioned her brother. Finally, we finally got the mention of Pietro uh, and she dropped Ultron's name, which kind of froze Wanda in her tracks, basically. Um, That's right around when she got shot out a little bit after that, right? Is when she got shot out of the out of the world. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes, it was that when while. Vision was outside talking to Agnes and uh, the neighbor. Right. Is when she got sent away after she mentioned that her brother was killed by Ultron and started to try and seem like break, get through to her and get her out of this, you know, yep. Alternate reality. Um, Westview uh, as be, has been revealed as a real place. Um, and swords surrounded it. Um, kind of trying to, I guess, contain, what she's doing. Right. Um, the commercial. The commercial was a great throwback f- to Agent Coulson's soap. Yeah. The blue soap. Um, Hydra Soak implores its consumers to find the goodness within. Um, 
So like also, three shells. So, no. Yeah. It, uh, <laughs> it also could be a reference to upcoming Thor love and thunder. Um, I don't know why. Um, there's a bunch of other theories about the commercial that I'm not going to go into, but yeah, this I commercial thought was definitely the le- least. Yeah. I, I thought it, I thought it was a nice little nod to, to Colson in the soap from when he was stuck in the framework. Remember how he's uh, obsessed with the soap? Definitely not. No, no, no. Um, no, it was a Hydra named soap. So, Oh, okay. And and like Mike said, uh, the, uh, the opening credits feature a lot of hexagons, the same kinds of shapes you see in beehives, uh, which goes back to the creepy beehive guy. Uh, the paint cans in the nursery are from a fictional brand known as Simser, which promises a universe of color. Uh, Jeremy Simser, uh, who works a story, he's a storyboard artist uh, on WandaVision. So that's a like a kind of a real life. Yeah, I... I... We were introduced to AIM in Iron Man 3, and they just went yes. a totally different direction with them than they did in the comics. That's why okay. I have a hard time thinking gotcha. there's exactly going to be AIM stuff in this. Gotcha. Uh, Dottie's husband is reading a newspaper with a headline that says, Two Fire Hydras added on Main Street, but the paper is folded, so it says, Two Fire Hydra at one point, also twins. And uh, note the twin motif on Phil and Dottie's lamp. I didn't notice that. Mm-mm. It's a good pickup. Uh, Wanda singing the Savokian uh, lullaby that I got. Got her accent back. Yep. Yep. Um, the episode going from full screen to more cinematic widescreen uh, when Geraldine's back in the real world. Um, and the final song is the monkey's daydream believer, which was also used in trailers. The title's pretty on the nose. If you consider the dominant house of M esque theory about what's actually happening on the show. Uh, and that Wanda is using her powers to manipulate reality. Did we miss anything from that? I don't think so. No? Good. Um, I, I'm certainly excited for the next uh, episode to come at the end of the week. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm hoping it does blow my mind, as Paul Bettany said. I, I, I think if it, if it gets going, it absolutely will. It'll finally draw the people that are still like, eh. Yeah, because we really got nothing else to watch right now. Yeah, if only if only you uh, you hadn't oh, already watched everything. Right, I could go back and watch Rebels. You could. You could. I could. I mean, look, um, I would, I would, I would. Stranger Things, I would, I would, I would give you over. Magicians or uh, Orphan Black, though they're both really good. Okay. Um, I I definitely think I can do that, but um. I, that's it. That's all I had. Uh, Geraldine was eating. Let me see. Let me pop that up here. Geraldine was eating an apple right before she was expelled from the paradise-like town. Mm. That's actually pretty cool. If that was intentional, um, that'd be funny. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's it. That's all I got. Do you have any? Um, do you have any stuff coming up? You doing any any shows? Any? Uh, we'll see. I've been uh, working with that movie stuff, like I said. Yeah, so I haven't done too many. I did just launch jackkidmusic.com now. Ooh. So you can go check that out and you'll see my whole song list is on there. Uh, a handful of photos so far. I'll get more of that loaded up and then as shows pop up, they will also be on there. Um, She's supposed to be in this, right? Uh, I would... I would... I don't know. So, so, so people listening, so Boz <laughs> just asked us, do we agree it's likely Kat Dennings who's watching Wanda on TV? Um, 
I hope it's a mystery person, but it could be Cat. I think based on what we see around there, and Cat being a physicist, right, an expert on that interdimensional anomaly stuff, they right. would bring her in to look at it. So I don't know if it'd be her watching the TV or she's just going to be an expert that they bring in to help analyze that dimensional rift that seems okay. to be occurring around Westview. I, I like that. I didn't even think about Cat Dennings. That's a great little theory. Because that ties into um, everybody's favorite Thor movie, Dark World. Oh, yes. That's when the that's when the goo got inside Natalie Portman. It is until Thor went <laughs> took it out of her finally. Actually, Rocket took it out of her, right? Rocket took it out of her. Rocket um, got the goo. Yes. But but you were saying about <laughs> your other stuff. Uh, no, related. Just, so yeah, Jack Kid Music, and you can uh, all also catch me at Kid Talks. Uh, like it says right there, right there. I li- yeah, I like that. I'll have to do that next time too. At uh, the boys, my my kids and I do a podcast uh, weekish or monthly or sometime. Um, done a couple episodes this year, so you can check that out anywhere that you get your podcasts. Yeah, um, just look for us. Uh, I'm going to throw the first two episodes up on Anchor this week. Uh, I didn't do it last week. I was playing around with some other stuff. And we're going to push the videos of this out to our YouTube channel. I'm going to screw around with the video a little bit. I I got a nice little video maker. Um, And, you know, thank you guys for showing up and watching. And uh, as, as we go on, we'll get more technically fun with this. And I'll be able to pop up clips and pictures and... All kinds of fun stuff. All sorts of cool stuff. Thanks for joining the conversation tonight, guys. Yes, we do absolutely appreciate it. And this is a way better format to see it for me anyway. Yeah. But um, yeah, so check us out. uh, Download the podcast. Subscribe to it. Like it. Leave us some comments. Hit us up on our Facebook page, uh, Geek Spot News. Um, Don't ever forget, you know where to find the Geek Spot. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, everyone. See you later. Yeah.